0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: X Toy Cat, and welcome to a brand new podcast I'm calling Deep in the Mind. This is going to be something. Yes, Toy Cat. Welcome to a brand new podcast. You not actually, wait. You, it's, it's fine. We can. We can we can do this it's a it's a stream how's it going um I, uh, I i don't stream on twitch by the way as a large rule this show is going to be uh hosted on twitch as part of the arrangement to get the whole thing done um which will also involve being on spotify but i'll, I'll mention that in the show um okay let's do this so three and then a two and then a one Hello, I'm Abyex, toy Toycat, and this is the start of my brand new Deep in the Mine podcast, where we can deep dive into Minecraft topics in the way that they truly deserve. This is a long-form uh, audio-based series, which you can not only watch here on YouTube, but you can also listen to on Spotify. And the idea is that some topics in Minecraft need a deep dive. You know, some Minecraft topics need a deep dive, so we need to go deep in the mind And today we're going to be doing that with regards to parity in Minecraft. This is one of of those hot button issues that comes up every now and then but if you play Minecraft it's probably not at the forefront of your mind until there's an update and then you think huh that is kind of odd and then it goes away until the next time but this is a really big issue I imagine that they're going through at Minecraft right now and it's one that I think needs to be discussed because parity is something that is the dream for everyone who plays Minecraft on an edition for the game that is different to one they watch or a friend plays you know let's be honest internet people are the friends of uh, you know the modern age and so if someone that you watch on the internet, plays a different Minecraft. It can be kind of jarring that you both play the same game, where 95% of things are the same. You can still make a brick house if you really want to. You can survive in caves because creepers will come and get you. But lots of minor details are slightly different. The the obvious ones to point out are the fact that yeah, the title screen uh, is different. Minecraft Java Edition looks different to Minecraft Bedrock Edition. Um, but where and you know the the very nature of everything from there gets more and more different. But there are more fundamental issues in the game that mean that Minecraft will. Never be one game, it will always be two games. And the goal that Microsoft as a whole had after buying it was to try and make it as close as possible to being one, trying to make the game uh, as close as possible to feeling like it's one game regardless. They even stated in a recent AMA the whole goal was to make sure that when you speak to someone about Minecraft, it shouldn't matter what edition of the game you're talking about. When you say you're excited for the Alley, Uh, When you say that you really want to see this cool new thing that he can do with Redstone, you shouldn't have to think, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm playing this edition of the game. It should just be that Minecraft is Minecraft. And so parity has always been the goal, which is a word we use a lot, but the simple explanation of parity is equality. But, you know, equality uh, can mean, you know, one times 5 is in parity with 5 times one Even though they have slightly different ways of reaching the same outcome, they have parity in the way that it's done. And so that is the goal for Minecraft. There is two editions of the game, Bedrock and Java, and I Indeed, everything should, it should perform differently under the hood. Uh, one is programmed in C++, one is programmed in Java, but the end result should be, the end result that they aim for is that even though there are different lines of programming required to make a creeper explode when you're this distance away, every piece of behavior should be perfectly duplicated. And this is a really noble goal when you say it like that. Like, when you imagine the infinite possibilities, um, you know, the the resor- no resource constraint world, it is a really noble and honestly the important goal to make sure minecraft is as similar as possible because everything else about minecraft from a cultural or a monetary success point, kind of relies on Minecraft being Minecraft. You can't sell uh, diamond swords if in (laughs) Bedrock the top tier is Emerald, whereas in Java it's uh, never right. You can't, um, you know, like, have a promotion for a new update if it's the new update, but only for Java edition. And so, um, yeah, obviously for for all these reasons, it's super important to do, uh, it's super important to aim for parity to have these two editions of the game, uh, which are going to be the same, but this is forgetting that, like, actually, when you've got a big game the size of Minecraft and you've got dozens of developers, having two entirely different teams of people, even if they've got some in common, uh, lead towards the exact same thing for every single update almost seems to be an impossibility. It almost seems like it's one of those goals, like, you know, if you're running a country and your goal is, I intend... For there never to be sadness ever again. Of course, you should have that goal, but when you're actually talking about deliverables, when you're talking about things you can do, you need to actually, uh, you know, in your, in your own life, right? You can't aim to never be sad again, even on a personal level. You need to have something which is more realistic, you know? Okay, when things go bad, I won't spiral. When you're Minecraft, you can't, you know, it's 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 a nice goal to say Minecraft should be the same. Any update should be as close as possible to that. But you need to have actual realistic end goals because what happens instead is even Hello. this week we had a brand new Java parity feature on Bedrock. They uh, they changed the color of the grass to make it less exciting on Bedrock like it is on Java. And on Java they had a parity feature where they removed spawn eggs from the monster spawners so that they would look like the Bedrock mob spawners. In reality, the argument for that second feature is probably that it's better anyway. Like, why should a mob spawner have a pig in by default like it did before? Um, but they they did, they made a feature on both platforms to make them more similar to the other. They, they brought... Uh, the game slightly closer this week you could say and that does sound like a good thing all you have to do is look at minecraft take every single change every single weird feature one edition has that the other doesn't every single weird quirk one thing has the other doesn't and if you fix all of those you'll be done however when we come up with lists of these features you get hundreds of actual real world differences the player can notice every single time and then you get thousands of bugs that exist on one platform but not the other you get tens of thousands of like you know things where the behavior is so slightly different that most people wouldn't notice it but it is just there and so you you realize you have an impossible task fixing one feature a week between both editions would take 20, 30 years to create, uh, you know, true parity, which, first of all, creating any task that takes that long is probably not a great idea. People tend to lose motivation when a goal is out of sight. Again, uh, have you ever, you ever struggled with going to the, the gym sometimes, you're like, well, you know, I re- I really would like to be a 100% ripped and in shape and a, the best looking person I've ever been. But it's really hard to be like, well, today's not going to change that. So if I just don't do today, I can still aim for the goal while having not gone for it. That's why we usually need small term goals. We need things that are like, I will succeed at this today, fail or pass. If I fail, I feel bad. If I pass, I feel good. And it helps me towards the longer arcing goal. And so hopefully, um, internally, Mojang aren't saying, yes, every update we must get a true parity achieved. But instead, they're saying, how do we get closer? How do we go from, uh, you know, 10,000 things that separate Bedrock and Java, to 9,850. That is the goal for this year. How do we have 9,850 differences? However, while they're doing this in the background, in the foreground, you know, with 1.20, with all these exciting updates, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, updates that are coming out, and every single one of these has to be programmed for, you know, like... The, uh, not only is it really hard to make these updates the same, because if they don't make the updates the same, if 1.20 is slightly different between Bedrock and Java, like 1.13 was, there are bigger salmon on Bedrock than there is on Java. This is a joke I always make, but it's true. The Salmon are huge on the Bedrock Edition, and they're you know, sad and medium on the Java Edition. Um, they even made Spawn Eggs different at one point before reverting it, but they made slightly different updates, even though they're largely the same. On Java, the Dolphin Grace status effect actually shows as a real status effect, and uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it- it's one of those things that when you look at, you start to you realize that like ah oh, even recently they were adding to the list it's not that they were keeping the list steady and now they're bringing it down the list has been growing and growing and growing and even with a real big focus recently in the latest update there are still lots of things about the wild update that are just different between platforms and although they're fixing some of those things slowly uh, it's true that although they're trying to reduce the size of this giant pile this ridiculously huge, unimaginable pile of differences, they're also adding to it at the same time. And um, that, now what makes this bigger is the fact that when they try, um, when they actually try try to fix this, as they indeed have done, um, when, when, when they try to say, okay, every update, we want exact parity. With 1.20, they made sure before they announced or put any feature into the game, it could work perfectly the same on Java and Bedrock. And I say perfectly the same because there was a ton of bugs which made them not the same. But the goal is that, like, okay, when the update comes out, you shouldn't need to care if you're playing Java or Bedrock, because you'll get 1.20. The camels do the cool dash, and they have the same health and the same attributes. They hold the same number of players. Every single feature is perfectly tested that way. And it does seem like, okay, this could be the the way forward. But here's now why I'm going to put the argument to you that actually parity might be a bad thing on that case. So with 1.20, it's been in development for... Uh, you, you could argue how much of the time is truly development versus how much is pre-development and but it's been um it's been over four months since 1.19 came out and so with those four months we have five features and one of the reasons behind that taking so long is that yeah every single feature they want to announce or put in the game they need to make sure will this work the same on both platforms getting the warden to function the same on java and bedrock is one of the reasons uh that it could not be fitted to the caves and cliffs update they the, the headline feature of the caves and cliffs update was too dissimilar between platforms so that they can release it. The bundle, one of the cool features people are excited for, could not be added because although it was working perfectly on Java, it, it's it's seriously, it's a finished feature on Java, it doesn't work on Bedrock, and so why release it over there? And, um, you know, this, this is a funny uh, issue because uh, as a development studio, this means that all sorts of great ideas that someone could do in very little time compared to adding something as large as a um yeah, yeah, something as large as the salmon, perhaps we could say, or large as the, the salmon. You know, the salmon are very large, by the way. Bedrock salmon, best salmon. We all agree, right? Uh ha- the, the bigger the salmon, the happier the person. That is my uh, life phrase that I get through with. Um but when you when you look at um when when you start to look at the uh, new features that they're adding, you'll realize so quickly. That every one of them is having to be compromised on in so many ways. Every single easy thing they could just change and be fun can't be added to the game. And again, this this might be worth it on the long run if they have the development power to make up for it. But when you look at updates, it almost feels like they don't actually. If you look at uh, four months of development and you see five features, that to me is a really you know that's that's actually a big concern as to how fast can you make things when you've got not only the pressures of trying to do it in two separate environments but trying to make it as identical as possible uh i i would imagine it's taking a big hit on their development time see now that now that, that that creates the counter question of like what would be a better idea i think it's really easy to be against something and it's easy to say yeah you're spending so much time on this what is the better solution well the way most games work um a, a fun example would be take any franchise that is on pc and on consoles it's the same thing as java except pc minecraft is two separate Minecrafts, and console Minecraft can be played on piece. But, you know, it's it's a weird... It's it's an analogy. Like, if you take any popular modern game it probably releases on xbox playstation switch and the pc maybe all at the same time and these games are literally the same game they're programmed in the same architecture from the ground up for all those platforms whereas minecraft was programmed just for java you know linux mac and uh, pc and then later they realized maybe we should make this for phones maybe we should make this for consoles maybe we should make this for new consoles and the 3ds and it got a little bit crazy towards the end there um but like uh, 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 unlike those game uh again unlike minecraft Those games all plan those platforms at the same time. And so you never have to argue about parity with the latest Call of Duty game or uh, the the newest FIFA or NBA or whatever game, F1, whatever games people are downloading every year. You never have to think like, ooh, you'd better get the PlayStation version because in the Xbox version, the cars go 10% slower. But on 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 the PlayStation version, the salmon that you can fish in the lake in Call of Duty... You know, that's a real thing, I bet. Um, I, the salmon you can fish in that edition is so much bigger, so make sure you pick wisely. No, no one needs to pick these games based on what platform is going on. And nowadays, with cross-platform play, it is, you know, basically uh, the same game, just different pieces of hardware. And so now, what, that, what makes that so interesting is that these games that are perfectly the same, literally identical releases aren't actually identical you have higher graphical fidelity on certain platforms versus other Uh, i remember in the ps3 days games would be like 600p on, uh, on PlayStation 3 and or oh, like 508p on the Xbox 360 and then vice versa with Xbox One and PS4, there, there, there was a time period where games would be slightly better, technically speaking, on one platform versus another. And now the debate with cross-platform play is that actually, even though it's exactly the same game, someone playing with a keyboard and a mouse has a huge advantage. Well, it used to be the argument was keyboard and mouse had a huge argument over controller. However, now the argument has reshifted and said, yeah, controllers have a huge, huge... This is a bright green controller, huh? Um, controllers have a huge, has a huge uh, win over mouse and keyboard people because of auto-aim. And so um, even in the cases where it's literally the same, where it's identical and all, all these things, it's not truly identical. It's not um, a true... You know, people are still upset about these slight differences. And so if those games can't reach true parity... I mean, you could argue that this is like competitive parity versus gameplay parity. You know, there's always going to be, when you play on a server in Minecraft, someone playing on a touchscreen phone is just going to be destroyed by someone playing with a, you know, an input method that is not that. I mean, (laughs) you can, there are speedrunners who are some of the best runners in the world play exclusively on a touchscreen, and it's mind-blowing to me. Uh, But even, even, you know, that, that is a... That's a case of like the top 0.1% is almost as good as the top 1% across platforms, but the average player on a a certain device is going to be different. So competitive parity can't be reached. That's that's a foregone conclusion. Um, you, you always have to do some amount of matching based on that. And so, But the, the question, and your graphical parity can't be reached because, of course, a phone doesn't even run, run the same engine as a, a, a version playing on the PC because it needs to run on a phone. It needs to have all these concerns about, well, it has to minimize in the background. You don't want a game just, right, right now, if I left Minecraft on my phone and then my phone locks, I don't want Minecraft to still be burning my battery because then I'll get lost in the woods with... With no way to call cool people, like in every every horror movie, it seems like you know. I, I'm just saying, I I don't think there's signal in the woods anyway. So having phone battery doesn't really seem that important. It's one of my favorite things to look into is like cases where people went missing and then their phones like are later found. Uh, th- th- there's a lot of fascinating like ooh spooky stuff happening with that that you should definitely find out about at some point. But not in this podcast, not in Deep in the Mine today. I want to finish off this round thought with saying that true parity is impossible when you really dive into it and so the only thing you can reach is feature parity can you have the exact same features on one version versus the other and the answer for that is still a fundamental no parity might be a really good goal a really good idea more parity is better than less parity but I don't think you can reach the absolute state of pure parity. In the same way that you couldn't have Minecraft, Bedrock, and Java feel like 0% they have in common, they can never have 100% in common. And the reason for that is the... uh, We could call it grandfathering in, right? That's what people refer to it as when you, you keep something just because you've always had it. Java has lots of bugs that are just key parts of the game that are such big bugs that they will never add to the Bedrock Edition because... They've always not had the bugs, which means, and and because those bugs are fundamental gameplay things, you'll never actually reach parity. The big example is Redstone. Redstone can work diagonally uh, because of, uh, what's it called, quasi-connectivity on the Java Edition, whereas on Bedrock, Redstone works normally. There are no bugs like that. There's a lot of other bugs about Bedrock Redstone that mean people don't enjoy it so much, but you, you can never have a system where the same Redstone works between platforms. That is a big one. That is an entire Minecraft system not working the same. The Nether, in the Bedrock Edition, it would be a bug if you could build above the Nether. It actually has come into the game a few times and they've always patched it out. Whereas on Java, they've had it for so long. People have built bases up there. They can't make it impossible to build up there without destroying all these people's existing worlds, which is a pretty pretty big deal, right? You can't have an entire dimension work the same between platforms. On Java, you build your farms on top of the nether. Farms, another key part of the game. The nether, one of the three dimensions. It's uh, it's it's double as big on the Java edition versus the Bedrock edition because they didn't uh, they deliberately are not patching a bug. When there are bugs which you deliberately won't patch, and if we're being honest, from a um, from a community perspective, they can never patch it. Um, then now now we're talking about the issue of. Um, you know, do you upset people or do you aim for your goals? You know, in your goal to be super in shape, is it worth punching a uh uh what's a heinous crime? Punching a baby in the face? You know? It's like, well, I mean, I'd get to my goal 1% faster if I need to punch something to do my daily exercise and the only thing around is a baby, can you punch the baby in the face? I would certainly, I would say that you probably shouldn't, but I mean, if you if you need to reach your goal and there's you've got like Ten seconds left in the day. You've got one punch you haven't done for your exercise. The only thing around. You know, I'm I'm just saying. You can. You'll realize very quickly that maybe some compromises are a good idea. Having um and uh, you know that Minecraft have already basically publicly conceded they will never uh, punch the baby that is quasi connectivity. They will never punch the baby that is building on top of the never, and although they're not going to unpunch the baby, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, like on, on a platform where it's not considered to be punching a baby, they're never gonna uh, do it anyway, because they, and, and so as a result, uh, Eva, the only way to reach true parity is basically to redesign Redstone from scratch, causing the same punching the community uh, baby in the face here. Uh, the only way to do it is uh, hiding, <laughs> you know, hide your children, Toy Cat is here, and he hasn't, hasn't done enough punching today. Uh, I haven't got my boxing in. uh, I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't do much boxing most days. uh, But, you know, maybe that would change depending on the audience that I'm around. But um, no, yeah, obviously uh, everyone agrees that's a bad idea. But then, uh, yeah, the the compromise that needs to be made has yet to be truly seen. And where is that going? I don't know for sure. I do know um, that obviously Minecraft... Uh, is working on another big update. And I think with that update, they're basically reassessing their priorities. This this is kind of proof to me that Minecraft has this same issue I just mentioned with you can't set your target as I want to be uh, in amazing shape. I want to be the b- best bodybuilder in the world. You can't set your target as I want to be a billionaire and not have intermediate targets. If you, you can strive towards being a billionaire and if you, every day you work on those steps, like, I don't know, you're stopping avocado toast or... You know that's definitely the the only thing between you. You know, like you can you can strive towards it, but you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes when you don't have easy goals between you and that. Like, does it make a difference if it takes thirty five years or thirty five years in one day? And if so, why don't you spend uh you know 20, 20 cents getting yourself a beverage of your choice? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that my my life being better basically makes it easier for me to do the thing. And so in the same way, um, I think the Uh, The 1.20 update has basically shifted Mojang's priorities in. Uh, In the days after they were bought by Microsoft, their goal was, let's just go back to what we were doing before. We're going to make updates every three to four months, uh, every three to four months, adding some new content to the game. And that was working great for them, I would say. Uh, Adding a little bit of new content here, a little bit of new content there. It it worked out uh, kind of great. Um, But as an end result, I think... Actually, I think 1.10 was a, a, a huge miss, but 1.11 uh, 1. Uh, I think is a well-liked update. 1.12 certainly proved the co- uh, the formula could work, and then after that they realised, okay, we've had such a good successful update by expanding an entire part of the game. You know, World of Color update changed the colours of everything. There there was different coloured walls. Now there was concrete that was coloured. They they added a lot more things, and so then they they were like, okay, every year, one time a year, we make an update. And then that update changes something entirely. They went for the update aquatic as their first theme, which introduced us to the world of big salmon for the first time. You know, our Lord and Savior. But um, you know, like uh, obviously, uh, they, the, the first update comes out and it's it's aquatic. They changed the oceans, which were so boring before. Then second of all, village and Village comes out. Wow. It's out, they're ready to, and uh, what are they going to do with it? They're going to change villages. Wow, it takes a full year, but this update is incredible. They also add in a few features here and there, like the campfires and the phantoms, but it's mostly f- focused on making Villager trading a more enticing mechanic, something it succeeds on. Every year they go for this big update theme, uh, with 1.15 being a weird exception, and then they're like, yep, this is great. And although we can argue the reason they shifted to six-month updates was because of the pandemic, then for a little bit... um through 1.15 through to like 1.19 they're like yeah every twice a year we make updates twice a year is better than once a year and if they're slightly smaller updates that's not a big deal because some parts of the game need less focus a b only update is kind of a small thing a uh you know and uh so uh, they 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 shift to this solely because actually i think we we're being honest 1.17 is the real reason that it shifted they uh they released an update And, uh, sorry, they wanted to release an update, but when the update release date came, they were nowhere near finished. And so they said, here, have half an update. And then they realized, wait, instead of releasing full updates every year, we'll release half updates every half year. Um, or, as they might put it, smaller updates. And so 1.18 comes out, it's the second half of the update, they didn't finish. 1.19 comes out, and uh, it's like, yeah, it's like another half ish update. But the problem is, they didn't expectation manage. And so now, after 1.19, this smaller update that got people kind of bummed out, they realize, oh no, we were way wrong. Back to the one a year system. But now, instead of like entirely updating a part of the game, they just picked a theme that, j- you know, instead of a theme being, a whole part of the game they're revamping: villages, the never, uh, caves, and cliffs. They've just said this is an update that is about improving the quality of the player's life. We want to make Minecraft a better storytelling experience, and that is not, you know, again, like we previously we were talking about physical places. Now we've moved into metaphysical places. We moved into, um, we moved into the the magical. Um, realm of this is just an idea, you know. You you can update the design of your controller, but can you update the feel of your controller? It's a it's a lot harder. It's something you should do. In in the you know the same example from earlier, you can uh you can make yourself uh feel you, you can make yourself I don't know in better shape, but making yourself happier that's that's a meta. You know, ha- happiness is a real thing. It's we we all agree it exists, but it's much harder to measure. It's much harder to Uh, do and so now we're in the realm of yeah we are going to make updates about these metaphoric you know these uh these these concepts rather than real places because previously you could look at the caves and cliffs before 1.18 the caves and cliffs after see the dramatic difference now when you look at 1.20 before and after the only real way you could compare is being like oh here are some builds i can now do here are some signs i can now make is that a good idea that is a fun question i like to answer Um, (laughs) you know, honestly, when, when you really think about it even more than that, you start to realize that it's got the, the huge concern with parity again, though, of every single thing that they're making. If it's quality of life, you need to improve quality of life as equally as they can. Maybe in some ways, um, there's, there's always two factions in the community. One is saying, I want new stuff. I'm bored. The other is saying, why are there so many bugs? Minecraft might be the buggiest game in history, especially Minecraft Bedrock. Um, there are so many bugs that you genuinely would not know how something functions. Uh, for years, they introduced a change last week where they made it so boats of Mobson could go through nether portals. It has been broken for so long, I genuinely didn't know it was intentional. Like, how are you meant to know what is intentional and what is not? Truthfully, what makes something a bug and what makes something a feature? Is building on top of the nether a bug? I I mean, it, it is a bug officially, but if it's been in there for 10 years, and people like it, and it adds new gameplay options and new uh, creativity, isn't that truly a good thing? My suggestion, if anyone was to watch this, is not only to be realistic with your own goals, especially if you're at Mojang, uh, you know, true parity is a weird goal to publicly aim for, Closer parity, more parity is a good one. But I would say one of the greatest things that you can add for self-expression and creativity is basically opening up a whole new half dimension for the bedrock edition of the game. If you allow people to build on top of the never, maybe even you make it open between platforms. You add some official way to get up there. You know, some block that teleports. Here's an idea. This is a bad idea, just off the top of my head. If you had a potion that you know we, we have levitation as an effect. When you get hit by a shulker, what if when you kill a shulker, you can take its thing and, uh, you know, when you consume that, it can teleport you 20 blocks up or 10 blocks up or something like that. Useful for using the elytra, you might say, but also useful for getting you past the bedrock wall or past something you know like it would be it would be a really cool way to get between various places and uh, yeah i think that that would be just as an example some official way to get up there then basically opening up the dimension for Java players uh you know 20% of them would say yeah we're already here we don't need an official way 80% would say wait in in this game that i play there's been this feature the entire time and i just didn't know whoa and uh, for every up player it would be a whole brand new idea I think uh if a bug has benefits i'd say it's a good feature is a good way to summarize this actually if a bug has benefits maybe it's a good idea uh if a bug has benefits maybe it's not a bug if in fact but here's the thing though like lots of features uh take big salmon is salmon coming in size sizes a bug it's clearly not intended if it hasn't been added to java Um, Or maybe it is intended and it's just seen as a small deal But is it a bug that the two editions of the game have something different if it is a bug which edition has it better? That is the question I think every single update needs to be looking at and if we're trying to answer the big overarching question Will parity ever be reached not if they have the attitude that the only thing that makes parity is exact one-to-one similarity but instead if they have the attitude of how do we make the games closer you might do better with that. I think making new content closer also makes some more sense. Uh, but I think that it's as impossible as saying, I'm going to visit every city on Earth. Um, you know, it's a really nice go. It's, I, I would love to visit every single city there is. I it's uh, there, there are so many places that I would love to go to that I've never been to yet. I, I really, I, I love, I, I think travel is one of the things that can broaden uh, your mind to new experiences, seeing how different people live rather than just judging them from afar. Um, it's, it's one of the most important things that many in our society kind of miss out, including perhaps some, uh, that rule us. And, uh, in, in the same way, uh, that I think that going to every city would be great, but it's not realistic. Maybe I'll go to a hundred new cities this year. Maybe, uh, as a parity target, it could be a good idea. It could be a great idea. Um, it, it could be a great parity target to just say, what if we go a little bit closer? That is, I, I think, really important. That is something uh, that I think that we could do good with. And uh, with regards to 1.20, uh, it seems as though progress is chugging along a little bit. Uh, I, uh, you know, again, two weeks of like small small fixes. It's not nothing. It just makes you question like, okay, there's, there's teams of artists and sound designers and what are they up to right now? What have they been doing for two weeks? Like, it's funny, no other organization has such a public... Uh, you know, like when when you make something public, you put a pressure on yourself to make it good. I'm making this podcast, by the way, public, and there is a pressure to make it good. Uh, there is a pressure of like, so what are you doing? You, you, you got you got you got a fancy graphic toy cat, but like, you know, uh, what about what about over here? What's the deal with this? What about up there? What about um, what about the fact that clearly you've got a green screen up, but only covering the bottom third of the screen? Is that deliberate? The answer is, I guess you can leave it uh up to fate. But uh yeah, I hope that you found this to be an interesting and enjoyable experience coming and listening to the first episode of Deep in the Mine. This is going to be a potentially limited run. Uh I currently am planning between six and twelve uh, is, the, is the first. Let's see how this goes. And uh, if you want to listen to this, you can do it right here as you already have, or you can go to Spotify. Uh, there'll be a link down below. Um, and you can give it a little bit of a listen over there too. I would totally recommend uh, if you, if you you know, you like uh, audio, sometimes if you're doing things that require your visual focus or your game focus, I think zombies or Minecraft building are some of the best examples of this. My Some of my favorite games are like you know, they, they require visual focus, but they're not audio-based experiences. Having a podcast to listen to can be cha- uh, life-changing for that. And if you're in the market for a podcast, how about uh, Deep in the Mine by your boy at IBX Toy Cat? This is a fun experiment. Thank you for coming along with with it for me. And uh, yeah, also, as well as uh, this Spotify link, I'd like to also quickly mention... Uh, The new map, Ultra Flat Survival. If you haven't given it a check out already, it's available on the marketplace, and I've been loving seeing what people are doing with it. So uh, yeah, next week we're going to have a segment where we throw uh, various, uh, but yeah, I want to show off some inspiration in the the video version of this at least, so make sure you submit some of those. For now, thank you for watching, let me know what you thought, and check it out on Spotify, link down below, because I'll see you next time. Goodbye. I have to stop, huh? Oh, I'm live still. I hit the wrong button. How's it going, Snap? So yeah, I do these on uh, uh, as part of the deal on the production of these. They they go on uh, they go on Twitch. I I'm not, I don't stream on Twitch myself, but uh, as part of the thing for this, right now we're trialing these live on Twitch. The end result, we'll see how uh, how we do with that. Uh, but yeah, the the premiere will be on YouTube uh, soon, and uh, Spotify is the platform that I think. For a podcast, you kind of want an audio-only platform so we can have, like, decent, actual reflective numbers of who's listening. So, yeah, check it out on Spotify. This this sounds like a fun deal for Spotify, doesn't it? Maybe it is. You don't know who's paying me. But, yeah, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.
2: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.